0: Oed Yosef Chai Haushas V'eschanan brings down that there are three types of Hanor that a person can get. There's no of Tam, taste. There's an of Reach, smell, and there's the Iker Hanor which the Oed Yosef Chai calls eating and drinking. He says when a person leaves the world after 120 years, these Hanar, most of them are gone. And he lives only with the hana of Reach. It's a higher level. But he says there's a level that's even higher than that. And he says that's the Neshama that's sustained by seeing the shechina. The Hanar of re'ir is even higher than anything as we've mentioned previously. That the Re'ir, the sight that a person sees and that's why the eyes in Chazal are the most delicate and sensitive organ of the body, simply because they are the most sensitive, they penetrate right into the neshama. And that's why a person has to be ultra careful, when it comes to the union of the inayim. Like Sam when he talks about the union of Yitzhia and Mitzrayim, and he says that Klali as we know, went through a terrible nesayim, right before the Gula, Says the Haileke hey, Saifa, an unbelievable Yesait. Says the Chsam Saifa that just like before Kalal Yisrael were taking out of Mitzrayim, Mamish, these pouches, the pouches that we're dealing with right now, Va'era, boy, Kalal Yisrael taking out of Mitzrayim. And right before they were taking out of Mitzrayim, that a terrible Nisayan. So too, says the Chsam Saifa, the rabbi Shalalai will give us that one last Nisayan. Before the Rebbeinu Shem takes us out with the Geulah Shleima and Mashir and the Binyan Shlishi, the Ezer Hashem will be here. But that we need that final, final test, and that's this test. Just like in the there was the test of Arayus of the lowest Madrega, the Mem test, Shari Tuma, right before they were taken out. It says the Chassam Sofer, when Chalal Yisrael are taken out of the Geulah Shlema, we're going to give him that final test. Rabbeinu Shem, we're holding in the final test. People who say, and I met recently, a young fellow who said to me, Rabbi, what does God want from us? And I said, what, what, what are you talking about? So what is the Rabbi Shalayim doing to us? He creates all these tivers, all the easy ways to get to the tithers. What does the Rabbi Shalayim want from us? Says to some sofa, he wants to give us that very final test right before he brings the Geul Hishlema Rabbeinu Yona says on the Mishnah Perk and and Perk Aleph Mishnah Hey Al-Tar-Besicham Ma isha or Bottle Medivrei Torah says Rabbeinu Yoyna on that Mishnah he says because the Mahshava of Torah and the Mahshava of women are two different Mahshavos he says Rabbeinu Yoyna it's not shy that the lame can be civil, both of them Rabbi Yisrael, you, you have to choose. Do you want a life of tests in Yonah Arayas, these Makhshavahs? Or do you want a life of Torah? Rabbi Rabbi Yisrael, tells us clearly, it's not shayach for a person. The Laib is not soible, both of them. You can't just have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It doesn't work that way. You have to choose. Ultimately, the choice is yours. But ultimately, it's going to be your choice and it's that final test. Just imagine you have a chassan. He's been waiting to get married. He's got one of those countdown clocks. As soon as he got engaged, when he knew the time of the chuppah of the chassanah, and he pressed the button and bang, he knows exactly how many days, how many hours, how many minutes, how many seconds until that chuppah. He's so excited. She's excited. They both go shopping for what they need. The house is ready, the clothing is there, the hall, the band, the caterer, everything's been organized. Everything's there, everything's ready to go. Can you imagine? The chosan walks into the yichud room, straight after the chuppah. The mumsh in the yichud room, that moment, they're in the yichud room. And he says, just, just give me, just give me a second. I need to take, I must check the latest scores of the sports game, right? The, the Super Bowl. Push. I, I need to check, them. just give me a moment. I'll just, for a minute, I'm going to check the scores. said, are you crazy? You're in the Riyachad room. Are you waited all for... this is what you do? Are you crazy? Rabbi said, we do the same thing. We have the opportunity to be miyachad with the Rabbi Nishalalam. And we say, Rabbi just, just give me a moment. I just need to look at the screen. Just for one minute boy said the test and the decision is ours Rivka as we know was pregnant and every time as the Torah tells us every time she walked past Mokim fight and every time she walked past Abes HaKnesus Abes her fight what's the Pshat? asks Rabbi Yerucham in Das Torah what is going on? Schizophrenic what type of child is this? Says Rabbi Rucham, writer, how did the baby know? They were inside the stomach, they couldn't see. How did they know? So Rabbi Rucham, and that's an unbelievable Yesoit. And it pertains to every single one of us. He says, every single person is born with a spiritual compass. And just like when you take a compass, whatever way you go, the magnetic forces within the compass make it face the right way. Whatever happens... That's the way it's built. It's inborn. It's inbuilt into a compass. It says that Rabbi Rabbini and Das says Rabbi and Das Torah Every single one of us have a spiritual compass. And every single time we get a taiva and we think a certain way remember where's that compass going? You can change it. You can work on it. You can improve it. But remember if that's where your compass is going you're in big trouble. And there's a lot to work on. Noyach As we know, the Torah tells us, Noach ish Sadik Machreikus again, Rashi brings, was he taker Sadik, Or if he would have been in the Torah of Avraham, ( weiterhin) lo'i nechshav ( HJX2] g'kluv. (laughs) Nothing. Noach. Maybe he wouldn't have been the God of (laughs) The Epos, would have been something. What does this mean? The Shemishmur says, a gavaldagiyasoid. It says the Shemishmur, you know what is? That often a person is in a generation. He's in a generation where there's so much going on, pulling him in one direction. And he turns the other direction. And he goes and fights against the current. And he says, No, I'm not going to do it. Nechshav <laughs> Even if he's Be'etsem, Nechshav That means even if a person is Be'etsem nothing, but he turns away from the tide, he says, No, I'm not going to do it. That person is nechshav <laughs> ketsadik, and the Shemesh says that a person has two ways that he can become a Tzatik. Two ways. There's the hard way of working sitting, having on a toshus on a working on your midas, figuring it out That's the difficult way. And then he says, "There's the easy way. There's the shortcut." Says the Shemesh you know And all the shortcut is if you put in a situation. Where everyone's doing something. All your friends, all your surroundings, everyone's doing it, it's okay. It's accepted. Come on, Rebbe, everyone's doing it. Must be alright. Everyone's got that app on their phone. Come on, it can't be that bad. And you turn away. And you say, no. I'm going to go and swim against the current. I'm going to say, no. You are Nachshav Kitsadi Gomo. You know what that means, Rabbi Sai? That's an unbelievable thing. The Gemara in Kiddushin tells us. <laughs> the Gemara guarantees that if you have a situation of an eruv and you say no, Chazal tell us they do a nes for you. The Chovetz Chaim In the Be'aloch and Semenala of course to say v'achinach. Every second that a person guards his eyes. And he says, no, even if it's for a few seconds, maybe I'll look then. But now I'm saying no. Says the Chofetz Chaim, for every moment, you have a mitzvah of Laisa and Ein ketz lamatan schoray, you cannot imagine the reward in the next world for one moment of looking away. It's all it was. Maybe I'll look in a minute, but right now I'm not looking. That one minute, the Schor and Rabbi say, you're going to get to Shemair after 120 years. You're going to wish you had this Shmuzaniya. I would have not looked for another second. Could you imagine the Shkhar, Rabbi Isaiah? And we spoke already before. It's not about just this, this world. Not about the next world only. It's about this world. How much more a person appreciates his marriage, appreciates his wife. Yosef had tzaddik, As we know, when he was posed, one of the biggest Nassayan... Of which we are still reaping the rewards. The fact that he managed to overpower. And he managed to conquer his Yitzroy As the Svanah writes. He ran. Yesav at ran. Why did he run? Because he realized that every moment. Makes all the difference. And therefore for example. A person that says. I do the three second rule. I stop for three seconds. After three seconds I can't do it. I heard this from somebody once. He says to me. After three seconds I can't go, but at least for three seconds I manage. Do you know what schar and reward he gets? True, he needs to work right on four seconds or five seconds. But even for those three seconds, people often think, and the Yetzirah comes to you and says, oh, what's the big deal? You're going to look anyway. So just look, no? Just across the street, so look, no? Three seconds. That's all it is. Three seconds. And I want to concentrate for a few minutes. In the last two shows, we've been discussing a lot about the union of the eye what it does to you, what it does to your marriage, what it does to everything, future generations. I want to speak a little bit about what happens afterwards. You know, we're living in a generation where there are spiritual challenges wherever we go, wherever you live, whatever you do. There are spiritual challenges. I recently got an email from a photographer who told me that he's not sure if he should change his job or not. Because he's a photographer for chasanas, for bar mitzvahs, and all he does is take pictures of people and women that are dressed in their highest form, that's not the way they normally clean the house, that's not the way they normally look when they're cooking, but in the highest form, that's all he does, and he edits the pictures, he says, you know how difficult it is? It's a kosher pan-asa. Wherever you go, whatever you do, a person is faced with these difficult challenges, and a person has to realize, that in Achanami, sometimes we fall, but you have to learn how to get up, and that by the way, is the biggest and most powerful tool, of the eight Not necessarily to get you to fall, that's easy. It's to make sure you don't get up afterwards. As we know, the Apostle Mishli Sheva Yipal Tzadik Vakam, and Avodim Pachad Yitzhak, talks about this Barichas, and explains that even, even, says Avodim, after seven times of falling, the Tzadik keeps on getting up, and getting up, and getting up. And I know this, I've had emails from people, from different places around the world, it's so difficult What do I do? It's so hard, I just can't do it anymore. And the answer is that it's through the repeated getting up and getting up. That's when a person wins. The Gemara Baba Kama has the following Shaila. The Gemara says what happens if you have a person who's holding a a glass jug and he falls on the floor and he's remaining on the floor and somebody behind him who's also holding a jug trips on him. And he smashes the jug. Who has to pay for the second guy's jug? Is it the second guy that should have looked on the floor that someone was there? Or is it the first guy that was on the floor that he tripped up on? But according to one man, the Omer, the person who is on the floor has to pay. You know why? Because he fell and he should have gotten up. Says the Svarim Akdoshim. That applies to us. Sometimes we fall. And in a Hanami we fall. But to not get up, That's the worst thing possible. Because that's all the Yetzirah wants you to do. He wants you to remain on the floor. You're a nothing. The Rabbi Yisraelim is not interested in you. Doesn't want your Torah. Doesn't want your Tvila. You're a Gunisht. No. You get up. And you keep on going. And you keep on fighting. That's the only possible way. Imagine if in a group of soldiers. And you're fighting a war. And one of the soldiers in your group. Gets killed or gets hurt on the floor. What do you do? Start crying? Nebuchadnezzar, what are we going to do? No, you're in the middle of a war. You keep on fighting, you get up, we'll deal with it. But we'll get up and we'll continue. Rabbi said we're in the middle of a mochama. As we said in the beginning, Rabbi Eliopian, the Eight Zahara has us in a deadlock. He's got us in a place where we're almost there. And if you say Sefib some it's that last Misoyin, right before the Rabbi takes us out. And sometimes the eight Sahara says, listen, you anyway fell, so keep on going. Again, keep on getting up. The guilt plagues you. The guilt gets to you. Eh, I already did it already, so I may as well keep on going. Not true. Because for every fight that you fight, the better you become. In fact, there was an article written in a journal for medicine called Level Up a Brain-Based Stra- a brain, a brain Strategy by Andrea Samadhi in October 2015 and she writes that it was shown that if a person refrains from addictive behavior for 90 days then it, if a person becomes much easier to stop the addictive behavior through these patterns how interesting is that but Chazal knew this a lot earlier than her and understood we know this from the famous Allah of the Saint Talamata 90 days causes a person that he's in it But he said all you have to do is try all you have to do is do your ishtalas and try the best that you can and through that a person gets to tremendous rewards a person gets to rewards and as we said in the beginning if you remember the chocolate ice cream that you never tasted will taste so good a life that you're not a slave to your nishonis a life that you're not an evad you're not a slave to your animal wants of your body and that you're powerful enough and you're strong enough to say no I don't need this to be happy I don't need this to give me pleasure I can open up a Rashmah and get pleasure. I can get pleasure from other things. I don't need this. But the Eitzhah tries. And try. is going to continue. Every day new strategies. Every day's new mahalchim. And Abbasai, I'd like to read to you a letter of which I have a minute to read this letter twice a year, at least for the last five or six years, if not more. It's a letter that many of you have heard from me. And if you've heard it from me, great. Because you need a Chazorah. I think we should read this letter once a month. And if you haven't heard it from me, then listen carefully. But this is a letter that again I read twice a year. Once on, once on Shavavim and once on Hanukkah. This is a letter. It's a photocopy from the original. I know the person that got the original letter. He made me a photocopy. It was written by a camper to our counselor. And it says as follows. Dearest... You're probably shocked to get this letter from me. Three years have passed since I've seen you last. You didn't think you'd ever get a letter from me. Though I'm sure you remember who I am. I liked you a lot as a person, but I never accepted what you told us. I always thought of you as a religious fanatic. You're always so nice to me, we got along so well. But I guess I never wanted to hear about religion. I could still see your hurt face when you walked into the bunkhouse and saw me reading a magazine that was not for a bas Yisrael I don't know if you remember you sat on my bed held my hand tightly and looked at me you didn't say anything you just looked sad and held my hand things have changed a lot since then yes I'm writing to you now and I'm still lying in bed in the same position as you left me three years ago my hand is still stretched forward and I want you to hold it tight again this time I want you to look at me with a happy face I want you to be proud of me I just went through a terrible accident. I'm lying in here in bed forever. I'm paralyzed on the right side of my body. I can't move. I can't talk so well. But my hand can still write. And it's this hand that I stretch out to you. The doctors say that my case is a lost case. No recovery. But I think that this accident was the biggest recovery in my life. I'm not sad anymore. I learned a lesson. It was the hard way, but I learned. I lie here motionless and I think about all those days... That I was able to laugh, to talk, to run, to sing, dance, play, pray, do mitzvahs, help people, and thank Hashem for everything, every movement that He gave me. But I lie here and cry as I think of what I did with all those happy days. I dirtied my ears, I ruined my eyes, I looked and listened to pictures, music, books, and movies that I shouldn't have. My mouth, the most precious tool that Hashem gave us, I used for words, curses, and songs that should not enter a busiris's mouth i still see your sad look in front of my face i still see you sitting on my bed i still see your tears rolling down and i see the disappointment but how can a motionless mouth fix all the words that it said how could it doven all the beautiful tefillas how could it make up for all those years that went to waste how could a dead body correct all those precious time that was used to ruin my Nishama There's no recovery, the doctors say, but my Neshama is shouting. I feel it. I feel it pounding. There must be a way to fix everything. It was last night that I found a way and therefore I pushed myself to write this letter. I wanted to tell people my story. I want them to know. I don't want them to miss the boat. Tell them, please tell them, that as long as they can move and sing and dance, run, talk, listen and laugh, let them use it in the right manner. Don't waste time. Sing and thank Hashem for everything He gave you. Use every movement and moment that you have to listen to your nishama. Help others. Yes, I know there are people out there who think they're cool and in, and they talk about singers and films with the greatest admiration. I know this because I once was one also one of those cool people. I'm lying in my bed. My body is stiff and very cool. I want all those people out there to get the message. That's my only recovery. I want them to take the most wonderful body that Hashem gave us and return it as a polished diamond. I